Um, the goal of this episode is, is really to um, drill down on some of the things that I've heard um, from some of the podcasts that I've featured people. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, CEO Chat Podcast, Blue 16 Media, and all the brands hopefully you learn and low to love. But I wanted to do this special episode. If you listened to the previous episode, you heard a little bit more about the reason for this um, special episode. Um, as the, the summer is winding down, I think it's so important to, to make sure um, that you are, you know, recalibrating, figure out what and how you're going to execute going into these next, um, you know, kind of half or so of the year, a little bit less than that. Um, one of the things that I had the opportunity to do was interview a guy named Lee Eisenstadt, and he came on the podcast actually twice. You can check out, check out episode number 357 of the IMCO podcast and also episode number 1187 the IMCO podcast. It's great to have people back on the show because I think it just really shows the journey, the evolution of the things that we're doing. But I think it also really allows us to kind of see like what and how we could potentially solve problems within our organization. So with that being said, one of the things that Lee did was he actually introduced me to another podcaster who we've actually featured um, you know, on our sites. And his name is Barry Moline. And Barry Moline is executive director of the California Municipal Utilities Association. He's the author of Connect, How to Quickly Collaborate for Success in Business and Life. And he is the host of the podcast Leadership Secrets. Um, so with that being said, I spoke to Barry about being on the podcast. Barry dropped a lot of knowledge and, and awareness and, you know, opportunity uh, for me that I was super um, appreciative of just because, you know, people sometimes say that they give, sometimes people say that they, you know, they're about really making an impact, but you definitely, you know, hear from Barry that he, um, basically gave me his perspective on, and, and some advice on what he thought that, you know, I should kind of work on and how it could be very impactful. And one of the things he talked about is he said, you know, I can at the very least tell you have a few books in you. Um, and he basically said that, hey, you should potentially look at doing this type of book. If you've done this many podcast interviews, you have this much knowledge, this should be something I thought you already were doing and, and you definitely should do. So with that being said, one of the reasons I wanted to do a shout out um, is just because it was very impactful for me, um, not because it was necessarily the first time that I heard it, but I think it's just the timing of it. Sometimes when you're having the conversation and you have that day, um, it just really sticks. If anybody has kids or uh, bonus children or whatever that might be, sometimes you can say it over and over again. And then one day it sticks. And often it doesn't happen when you're actually saying it, it says it. It happens when somebody else actually says it. And you say, hey, I've been saying that all along. But with that being said, Barry, truly appreciate you. So this episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, the goal of this episode is, is really to um, drill down on some of the things that I've heard 
um, from some of the podcasts that I've been on, that I've featured people. It's not necessarily they say, hey, if you're starting a podcast, you should do X, Y, and Z. This is actually business lessons that I've gotten from the I Am CEO podcast. If you listen to our podcast, you know that we have a CEO hack, you have a CEO nugget, we have a CEO story, we have a CEO being defined, we have all this hopefully great information in a laser focused fashion from people that are being on the show. What you may not know is that a lot of times we edit down the podcast interviews to try to make sure that we're staying around and below that 17 minutes, 16 minute time zone is, is really what we're trying to shoot for when the podcast goes live. So with that being said, there's some that isn't, that doesn't go out. And of course, it always pains me, pains us. But uh, shout out to you know the editors that have been on the show. Definitely shout out to Dave, um, who was able to uh, do a phenomenal job in terms of figuring out what to cut and not to cut. And it's not never an easy thing um, to do. But with that um, understanding of constraints, that's when really phenomenal things happen. Um, the whole spirit of this podcast is if I had more time, I would have written a shorter letter. That quote, if you've ever heard it, that's the spirit of it. Like we try to get to that really um, impactful point of what we're doing. So I'm going to run through these um, four things really quickly that you should take from the podcast. If you listen to the previous podcast, there was three things for podcasters. If you're thinking of starting a podcast, this is four things. If you're in business, things that I've learned from in the podcast and, and what you should try to learn from that. Episode number 630 of the IMCEO podcast. I had somebody by the name of James Carberry, and he actually helps people to launch their podcast and look at their podcast as a business. If you listen to my previous episode, I talked a little bit about um, why you should have a business with your podcast. You, that segues specifically to James and the work that he does, basically helping people to um, use podcasting as a way to kind of generate leads and opportunities. He also has a daily podcast that you should definitely check out as well too. Um, and of course, check out the episode that he we did together. But he wrote a book called Content-Based Networking. Um, if you listened to the previous podcast, you heard me mention that one of my goals was really to network and connect through my podcast. So when I had James on the show, of course, when I checked out his book, I said, this is exactly what is the philosophy of what I'm trying to do. I had no idea that it had a name and a phrase. So it was really enlightening to talk with James to, to check out his book, um, to hear how he has approached it and even justify the reason for a daily podcast, not just being a bottom line or just getting more downloads, also being a way to connect, potentially generate leads. So I thought that was really strong. So I bring all that up to say that if you have built your own media company, if you had built that in terms of a Facebook group, an Instagram live, a clubhouse room, maybe you're going live on LinkedIn, whatever it might be, don't minimize the networking opportunity that comes from that. Try to get it down to where it is just a part of your networking and have that strategy that I talked about, but know that if you are featured on a roundup post, for example, on our site, don't just say, hey, I was featured. Take that time to reach out to the other 20, 30 people that were featured in that post. It's a great opportunity to do content-based networking. Also, if you're on a podcast, feel free to reach out to 
the other people that have been on that podcast as well, too. We're actually launching a directory, um, a, a IMCO list, which should make it a little bit easier to find those people. But know that it's easy and 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 simple to just be on the podcast. Take it a step uh, further and actually do some content-based networking. Hopefully, James would approve of that. I'm sure he would, because content is a really great way to network. And I feel like when we're living through a age where everybody has a podcast, everybody has an Instagram, everybody has this, everybody has that, it's a, a prime opportunity for you to be able to, to be the connector or, of course, do all the connecting. So check out episode number 630. Episode number 669, I had Mike Michalowicz. Um, And Mike is, as you probably know, someone that has launched a lot of different things, um, one of those things being Profit First. Um, he has certified Profit First coaches, um, just really different ways for people to look at and approach their business. And while that is definitely in and of itself, um, one nugget to take away, what I, I really want to hammer home is something that he talked about during his episode called the First Step Act. He talked about it during a time where there's a lot of disruption. I had him on the show. Um, and specifically, he used the example of restaurants. And I thought that was a phenomenal kind of thing to, to, to look at and exercise to kind of go through in your business. He talked about restaurants being disrupted in the sense that they were no longer having people come to their restaurant to patronize. So he said the first step that you should do, this first step act, is really taking a step back in your process to understand where there might be potential opportunities. As a restaurant, the first thing that you're gonna do is carry the food out to the people that are sitting at the table. So how can you potentially disrupt that? You have Uber Eats, you have uh, delivery, you have um, maybe uh, bringing it to people's doorstep and maybe having people come and pick it up. So you start to get creative with thinking about different ways that people can um, have their food carried out to them. You carry the food out. What happens before you carry the food out? You prepare the food in the kitchen. So how can you potentially disrupt that? You can disrupt that by potentially um, doing cooking classes. You can do a YouTube video and have people potentially, um, you know, enroll in that. It's a private link that you have to pay to learn how we make some of the top dishes. So you really start to, to think creatively about other revenue opportunities that might come from taking a step back to, from the finished item that you're doing. Last one he talked about was the procurement of food. Um, how do you actually get in the food that you're using? So why not potentially um, you know, sell uh, the food, uh, sell packages that allow people, uh, he said a blue apron, to be able to say, hey, this is how you make whatever dish that we have. So you start to really think creatively. If you're doing some type of affiliate links, maybe, you know, I don't know if Giant or Safeway have a type of affiliate links. I know Amazon does. So maybe you are selling um, the, the recipes and with the recipes, you're saying, click this link to buy whatever it is and you're getting kickback. Again, it's just really thinking creatively about like how you're going to create um, you know, the, the food. Um, we're talking about preparation in the kitchen. Maybe there's certain, certain um, um, you know, utensils or, or things that you need for when you're going to be preparing or cooking the food or really to enjoy that process. So it's taking those steps back. So I thought the first step act was um, tremendously impactful because I think it helps people to, to 
understand the true process of everything that they're doing. But I think on an even deeper level, it really helps them to um, think creatively during a time of disruption where there needs to be more creativity happening. And finally, or second, or third, I'm going to talk about episode number 1312 of the IMCO podcast. I had Karen Plummer on the show and Karen actually had a phenomenal story. Uh, I, you know, as much as it is exciting to know what it is that you do, it's probably even more um, excited to know why it is that you're, that you're doing it. And I just, I just admired the creativity that Karen has for how to recreate uh, during a time that was very disruptive and even disruptive, you know, for her personally during the time where she lost her, her, her dad. And I think that one of the things that I always try to hammer home, you know, during the, the podcast is a story. Why does somebody do the things that they do? But I think the creativity that really uh, stuck out to me was, I mean, there's so many things. There's the intimacy of her talking about uh, the things that, you know, she does. But it was the word that she used consistently, authentic. Authenticity came up over and over again, especially around, you know, building community. But the phrase, the 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 quote that I always kind of talk about is I say, if you run your own race, you can't lose. And I feel like that rang true during this episode because Karen looked creatively on how she can impact people, impact the community with the work that she she does, with the talents that she has and the gifts that she's been given. And I think we even talked a little bit offline about, you know, how um, you know, we're going to use and we're stewards to some degree in being able to kind of share those gifts and, and, and make that impact. And her episode was the definition of that. She took something that was her dad's passion, which was golf, and she partnered with the yoga that she was doing and she created an event that was in honor of his name. So being able to, and, and be able to kind of do fundraising in, in different ways, be able to kind of help out the community during a very disruptive time uh, was huge. So I think when you are running your own race, you think creatively. You say, I enjoy this. I'm passionate about this. This has been impactful for me. How can we fuse these things together to create something new, innovative, and, and run our own race. So I really love the episode just because I, I think it it's all, it's, it speaks to the creativity, but it also speaks to that authenticity, the running your own race um, that we kind of talked about. And last but not least, um, T.W. Shannon, I had on the show, he is the CEO of Chickasaw Community Bank based in Oklahoma City. And, you know, loads of really great knowledge, um, information that he provided during these interviews. But I think the thing that really, really um, was something that came up for me is, uh, and this was episode number 1017, was being like water. Uh, Bruce Lee has this quote, and I say it often on the show, is that, you know, a lot of times being flexible is one of the best things that you can do. Um, you can you can bend, you don't necessarily have to break. Um, you can not get as attached to the how of what you're doing as, as much as the why. Um, I think we can kind of drill in on saying, I'm going to do it this way. I'm not going to change because I'm like a rock. A rock's going to just barrel through. But I think once we start to look at water as maybe potentially being that true sign of power, is not necessarily saying the rock is not. It just says that water is able to form itself around rock and push rocks if we're talking about streams. And it's so important to kind of understand that flexibility, um, understanding that 
you have to make changes and do things differently. We all saw this during the pandemic is a way to success. So being like water is not necessarily saying that we have to do it this way. It's about understanding that our mission is this. This is what we're trying to do. We might have to pivot and change and manifest the things that we hope to do in a different way. And that's what I really love, you know, that came up during that episode. So this is Gretch signing out again. Hopefully, again, I'm just scratching the surface on some of these tips and tidbits and things that you can learn from this episode. And, and, and I think it's just so, you know, powerful. And I'm, I'm truly blessed to get the opportunity to be able to kind of share, you know, each of these things and, you know, tidbits and nuggets and hacks and, you know, definitions and perspectives and stories. And I'll go on and on and on, you know, from these podcasts. So I think it's definitely something that I want to continue to kind of do more of. Um, so I'm just scratching the surface and hopefully you are too, but I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Check out the latest and greatest apps, books, and habits to level up your business at ceohacks.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.